0: Welcome back, everyone, to episode five of the Film Spotlight series. Uh, For all you who don't know me, I'm Tommy. I'm one of the hosts of the Popcorn Podcast. Ryan's not here right now. Ryan is at work, so he was not able to make it for this one. But we are going to do a Film Spotlight together, or at least one with Ryan that he does by himself. But uh, we are here today to talk about Lionsgate's newest film, Joyride, which, thanks to Lionsgate, me, and two of my friends, got to go see early, which was a lot of fun. But, um, yeah, this is the fifth one I'm doing of Film Spotlight. And, uh, yeah, I really like doing these episodes. They're a lot more fun. They're easy. Um, And, yeah, they don't take as long, which is super nice. And I get to talk about any movie I want to talk about. And, yeah, it's, it's really a lot of fun. So, as I said, we're here to talk about Joyride, which was directed by Adele Lean. And it was distributed, as I said, by Lionsgate. Nathan Matthew David did the music, and Point Grey Pictures was the production company. This film uh, its very divisive so far among critics and fans. It stars Ashley Park as Audrey, Stephanie Hsu as Kat, Sherry Cola as Lolo, and Sabrina Wu as Deadeye. And uh, just right from the get-go before I do the synopsis, before I get into what everyone's saying about it, like reviews and then my personal opinion... This film is not for the faint of heart. It is definitely raunchy and just everything that you can expect from like an early 2000s road trip comedy. But this one just does it so much worse. It's just not as well made. And it, it's just not as funny as I wanted it to be. This movie could have been hysterical. And I will say the first act, very funny, very good. I was super excited. And I was really enjoying myself, especially. I just thought it was funny. It was good comedy. They didn't it wasn't any woke comedy or anything like that. They they were willing to say whatever they felt like saying when they said it. And I really liked that. And then eventually it got to the point where it was a little too much that it wasn't even enjoyable anymore. But I I might not. I don't know where I'm at in between critics and all that because as of right now the film is sitting at a 6.9 out of on IMDb, a 49% on Google, 100% on Fandango, and then it has a 91% critic score and a 100% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Excuse me. Joyride isn't, and this is what the critics are saying. Oh my goodness gracious. The cookies on Rotten Tomatoes are something else. Uh, the critic consensus so far is that Joyride isn't afraid to shock with the gross out gags. But this road trip, real surprise, how successful it blends the raunchy humor with real heart. And I will say, going towards the end of this movie, like the third act, it is very heartfelt. It is sad. It is. But the first. If you make a movie, every act needs to feel that way. Not the first act feels one way, the second act feels like a whole different movie, and the third act feels like a whole different movie. It never. At least for me, it never felt like a continuing story. And the jokes that they could have made, like continuous jokes throughout the movie, they chose not to. Which I thought would have been a lot funnier and a lot more funny, funnier, whatever. But um, yeah, this, this movie definitely, for me at least, it just struggled to find itself. And it was really disappointing because I, I watched in the trailers. I was like, okay, this has a chance to actually be really good. Seth Rogen's one of the producers on this film. I, I was just excited like I really thought this movie had a chance to be something really funny It had a great cast surrounding it and it just wasn't it. like there, if you've seen the trailers uh, there's the scene where they perform WAP the Cardi B song it's one of the cringiest scenes in a movie I've ever watched I mean my friend wanted to get up and leave at that point and I'm not going to lie I started feeling the same way uh, there's a lot of nudity which I don't care Like if you want to do nudity in your film then do nudity make it that it means something it's not just there to be nudity um stephanie shoe's character has a tattoo in her private area and it's of satan and it's just a weird scene like i guess showing it because that's what the whole joke continues to be throughout the whole movie that she has one she's like no i gotta remove it. it was just a little sunflower and it's just not it's just this massive tattoo of satan and then they like do shots from inside looking out of it at the characters. And I don't know. Just stuff like that. It's one of the reasons I kind of fell off with Big Mouth. Cause I did really like the early seasons of Big Mouth. I thought it was quite funny. But eventually it just got to the point where it was just <laughs> it was just showing nudity and stuff like it was just weird to be weird. And so was this. It didn't forward the story at all. It didn't it wasn't very funny and just it just seemed a little pointless and i know that i'm doing nothing but bragging on this movie right now and i don't want it to come off that like i just hate it i hate it i i gave it a 55 because it is a comedy it's a raunch comedy. i'm not the biggest fan of that kind of stuff except but i love like super bad which i thought maybe they'd implement a little bit super bad into this but they just didn't and um uh, yeah the the cast is good they all play their characters very well I think it's Audrey, played by Ashley Park. She was really funny. She was probably the best part of the movie. Uh, I love Stephanie Hsu. I think she's good in everything. Sabrina Wu's Deadeye surprised me because in the trailer, I thought Deadeye was going to be the worst character and very annoying. But she's not. She's actually, she's actually pretty funny. And, but all in all, the movie just isn't good. It should have been a lot better. If they followed the first act and the end of the movie, you you have a solid comedy movie, and it truly is heartbreaking because the whole movie's about Audrey, and she's going, she's going to China cause for a work trip. But then her best friend, um, Lolo, she wants Audrey to go meet her mom because Audrey was adopted, and yeah, it's just that's what she wants her to do. But very Audrey's very against it, and she's as they say in the movie, she's become very whitewashed and they call her racist against her own people and stuff like that. But the synopsis for this film is when Audrey's business trip to Asia goes sideways, she enlists with the help of Lolo, her childhood best friend, Kat, a college friend, and Deadeye Lolo's eccentric cousin. Their epic no-holds-barred experience becomes a journey of bonding, friendship, and belonging and wild debauchery that reveals the universal truth of what it means to know and love who you are. And if that's what the synopsis really was, and that's what the movie was, then this movie would have been a lot better than what we got. It takes a huge turn away from that in the second act for about forty minutes, and those forty minutes are not funny. It's just disgusting. It's just it's just not funny. It's just weird to be weird, as I, I've said multiple times already during this episode. And that's a it's a huge fault. And I know people are going like, oh, like. Movies can be like that. I'm not saying they can't be raunchy. And maybe those movies just aren't for me. So, yeah, Joyride, it's – if you love, like, early 2000s raunchy comedy road trips, then, yeah, you'll probably really enjoy this movie. But if you don't, then you will not like this movie at all. Like, both the people I went and saw with hated the movie. They definitely did not like it at all. I at least have parts of this movie I did enjoy. There are funny lines. But, like most recent comedies, at least for these last five years, most of them, the best jokes are in the trailer, and this movie does exactly that. All the funniest lines, funniest moments are all showed in every trailer. So yeah, it's I hate that's one of the things I hate about trailers, is especially with comedies. they tend to give away some of the best stuff. And maybe if you, trimmed it down a little bit, showed maybe some of the not as great stuff, but still funny enough, then I think people will enjoy the movie more because they don't know the certain jokes are coming. And there's some crazy sequences, though, in this movie. There's like a sex montage that's like five minutes long. Um, There's just a lot of different scenes, but different choices, too. Um, But no, the movie... Mm, how do I want to word this? The movie isn't awful. It's just not for me. That's why I didn't give it in like the 40s. I gave it a 55 because it's close to being passing for me. But it's just maybe I don't want to hate on it too much because it's not my type of movie. Just like how Breaking Bad will always be on my top 10 list, even though if I don't think it's one of the best shows of all time. It's just kind of like not, not for me. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you don't, there's movies you like and you hear us talking about and we don't like it, there's nothing wrong with that because I know a lot of you really enjoyed The Flash, while me and Ryan did not. And uh, yeah, but that's all okay. And I'm still really thankful that Lionsgate gave me a chance to go watch this early. There are good scenes, and it kind of felt like they were setting up a second one, but going off of this weekend's box office and next week's box, off, box office, I have a feeling this movie's not going to be the best, because it has to go up against Insidious, Indiana Jones, and then next week, next week or two weeks from now, Two weeks from now, it's going to have to go up against Mission Impossible. So, yeah, this movie, I think, is going to flop a little bit. Excuse me. And, yeah, it's just not my type of movie. But if you guys like the raunchy comedies, please go check it out. Because there are good scenes. It's just not for me. But, uh, yeah, I, I think that's really all I have to say about Joy uh, Joyride. So thanks again to Lionsgate. Thank you guys for checking in and tuning into this episode of the Film Spotlight. Um, This episode comes out today, which is Thursday. And then tomorrow you guys will get another episode, just me, sadly. And that will be me reviewing Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, which I'm really excited to talk about. But yeah, uh, thank you guys for tuning into the show again and continue sharing, liking, and keep following us on TikTok. So yeah, thank you guys.